This week on Inside Motorsport, we continue our chat with Rowan Harmon from the Touring Car Masters Racing Series, and we find out what he's going to do next in his racing career. Rowan, how do you draw the line on what sort of modification a car can have to it that is going to still fit the bill of retro, but the car safe and reliable? Possibly. The best way to rate it would be improved touring 1969 um, with a tweak. um, We're running on a radial tyre now. And the demands of a radial tyre and suspension setting means that you usually in this model of car can't run the standard pickup points. So we allow a, a sphere of 50 mil um, for any suspension pickup point, which allows cars to gain a bit of caster and allows cars to to crank on a little bit of negative. One of the major things there is we allowed fabricated front arms. We had a situation at uh, or lower arms. Um, and top arms in some cases. We had a situation at um, the City Motorsport Park with, or Eastern Creek as it was then, the Muscle Car Masters with Greg Crick goes flying into into turn one, which is pretty quick, and Cricky was quick in that charger, let me tell you, and bang, a ball joint pulls out of the uh, the lower control arm and fires him off into the boonies, and he you know, pulled it up without too much harm. And the, the argument there was I'm using a 40-year-old press tin lower control arm and I'm doing a time four and a half seconds off a supercar around here like what's going on and immediately it sort of comes back to you well hold on I remember Moffat arguing about this at Bathurst with that project Phoenix number 33 big blue falcon he had the same argument back then and we're saying Tony and I as as organizers of the category we don't want to end up in court talking to someone's widow or, or bereaved family member saying because of your rules um, you know, they have, you sent them out there in 40-year-old equipment. So the, the parameters we allow are one for the, to meet the performance characteristic of the current tyre, which is the R7 Hoosier, um, but also, hey, you've got to, you, you, you don't send people out there in, you don't ask people to go out there in, in old and dated equipment, especially at the level of TCM is where you're in, you know, you're on the supercar bill or, as will happen in in future years with the ARG as a feature category. And over the years, the extending of that window, if you like, you're now up to 1980, which has allowed the True Blue Falcon to become part of the TCM uh, racing family. But how hard is it to say, this is our new line and, and these are the cars we want to have in there? Tony and I always had the projection. Like we're not, we weren't big on you know five-year plans and laying it in front of a board or something. It was all pretty much gut feel and where we'd go. Recognised, and I think Tony mentioned it first up our appeal to you know where do, we've got younger people seeing TCM as a popular category to follow. Well, they do remember the XDs and the and the and the Commodores. You've also got to look at, um, well, sorry, I'll go back. We, we always had the plan that 1980 would be it. We would end up with XDs and we would end up with Commodores. We didn't say this is what's going to happen and have everybody rush out all of a sudden. We introduced it slowly. So we brought in the, the A9X Tirana, which allowed the hatchbacks. Um, 
And I'm surprised at the number of cars that people haven't decided to build. They just don't seem to be able to see past Tirana or now into XT, but people are now seeing like Mick and Marcus Sakanovic are now building Fox Body Mustangs. Those cars were released in 1978. Um, KB's Camaro, the Channel 9 Camaro, that was a 1978 model, and those cars are available to be presented and, and run in TCM. But people do, you know, tend to get a little bit focused on just the, the hard edge, you know, 69, 70 Mustang or 69 Camaro. But we've got, we, you had to move on. And look, a lot of these cars are getting hard to source and find. Camaro's not so bad, Mustang's not so so bad, but even the Tiranas now, I mean, you go and find a Tirana to build a TCM car, a rusted shell, they're asking stupid money for them. And mud guards and nose panels and all of that sort of stuff are hard to get, so we introduce composite panels. Again, we go back to the person sitting in the stand, isn't going to stand up and say, gee, look at the number 37 Tirana, that's running a fiberglass front, I'm not going to follow that car anymore. He's standing up and saying, look at that number 37 Tirana, that's the same colour as my dad had. The only car that I can distinctly say that I don't remember racing in Australia, but it, it's homologated, is the Piranha, the Capri V8. That one okay. just seems to fit out of left field. The, the baseline of eligibility is it had to be a production touring car slash saloon slash sedan. So that takes in all the the um, descriptors of, of this style of vehicle from around the world that competed in a national series or championship um, anywhere in the world. So FIA at the time homologated or introduced. So you've got the Chev Monza that in 1976, I think, first or 75, first round in the um, IMSA Spark Plug Challenge. You've got the Capri Piranha that was built by Basil Green in, in South Africa, and that was homologated, I think, in 1973. I'll stand corrected. Someone will probably let us know. Um, with a 302 Ford in it, and that ran in the South African Touring Car Championship. Um, there's a 6.3 300SEL Benz ran under AM, early AMG um, in the mid-70s in Europe and, you know, in the Spa 24 hours. So that car's available if you if you want to build it. The XJC Jag, there's just a myriad of cars out there that are all eligible, but then you've got to come back and say, well, can this vehicle be built? You know, can I build a car that's economical, long-serving, easy to service, um, and suits the category? The the six, uh, six no, sorry, the three CSL BMW is another example. But nobody's, you know, we've had plenty of inquiry about it, and we've encouraged people to to do their homework. That car is eligible. Then they come back and show you all the Batmobile and you know three CSL Le Mans cars like Rock ran at Le Mans '76, and saying no, 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 it's got to be this base model that actually ran in such and such a championship, they lose interest. But the, the Capri Piranha was an homologated FIA-approved production car in South Africa and eligible to run, as is the little uh, Firenza V8. I, I just forgot what they actually called that back in the time, a Magnum or something. Um, so, look, there's a myriad of cars eligible. If you want to have a dip and have something different, go for it. Make the submission, okay. and if it fits, fits the bill, yeah, have a go. Speaking of the future, you're stepping back from your role with with ARG. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, stepping back from the category management side of it. I've just um, 
over the last 18 months. Just had a lot of um, new projects that have been lingering that I need to now pay attention to. I'm not getting any younger, though I, f- I feel I should be getting younger with what I've been taking on. But I've got um, I've got a number of project vehicles that have have actually suffered with the time that's required to uh, you know to look after the. The competitors, it's very the category management role in any category in Australia is maintaining the communication with the competitors, and you know you get phone calls from seven thirty in the morning till nine o'clock at night, and you, you got to listen to them. That's a lot of these people are business people that that work hard during the day, and you know their racing is their hobby or their golf game has often been referred to, and you know if they've got a question or query. Um, and a lot of them don't like email, they're of that ilk. <laughs> so they'll just give you a quick call, um, which is okay. That, that's part of, uh, part of the territory when you're dealing with um, competitors that, are just, that just love their racing and love their cars, and TCM's where they found their home, and uh, you know, we're there to service. We're, we're the category manager, so we just make ourselves available. You know, just with, with the ARG, it'd be good. It, it, um, it'd be nice to see some some more enthusiasm and, uh, or oh, sorry, not enthusiasm. What's the word I'm looking for? The energy to to continue with it. Thanks again to Rowan Harmon joining us on Inside Motorsport. Next week on the show, in part three, we find out how Touring Car Masters has moved to the Australian Racing Group to manage the category moving forward. And Rowan talks about what he thinks this will do for the TCM series. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.